0: I want to always thank God for my privilege. I know as I speak around the world, there's war, there's strife. There's famine and pestilence. There's natural disaster and havoc in our world and society. And they're hurting real bad. And for some reason, we have been spared. For some reason, we have been spared. I said some reason I've been spared. But I think we're a spirit to pray. Spirit to pray. Thank God for Goshen. There's famine in Egypt. But there's bread in the promised land. Chapter 20 of St. Chronicles. And verse 14. Then upon Jezeel, the son of Zechariah, the son of Benaiah, the son of Jezeel, the son of Bethlehem, a Levite of the son of Asaph, came the Spirit of the Lord in the midst of the congregation. And he said, Hearken ye all ye Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem, and thou King Jehoshaphat. Thus said the Lord God unto you, Be not afraid nor dismayed by reason of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Tomorrow go he down against them. Behold, they come up by the cliff of Ziph, and he shall find them at the end of the brook before the wilderness of Jeruel. Ye shall not need to fight in this battle. Set yourselves standing still and see the salvation of the Lord with you. O oh, Judah and Jerusalem, fear not, nor be dismayed. Tomorrow go out against them, for the Lord will be with you. And Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground, and all of Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem fell before the Lord, worshiping the Lord. And the Levites of the children of the Kohites, of the children of the Kohites, stood up to praise the Lord, God of Israel, with a loud voice on high. And they rose early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness of to kill him. And as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah and ye the inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, so shall he be established. Believe his prophets, so shall he prosper. And when he had consulted with the people, he appointed singers unto the Lord, that they should praise the beauty of his holiness, as they went out before the army and to say, Praise the Lord, for his mercy endured forever. When they began to sing and to praise the Lord, the Lord set ambushments against the children of Ammon, Moab and Mausir, which were come against Judah, and they were smitten. For the children of Ammon and Moab stood up against the inhabitants of Mount Seir to utterly slay and destroy them. And when they had made an end of the inhabitants of Seir, everyone helped destroy another. And when Judah came towards the watchtower in the wilderness, they looked towards the multitude. And behold, there were dead bodies falling on the earth, and none escaped. I'm going to prophesy and tell you this is exactly what's going to happen to Islam. 100%. At the appointed time, in Revelation 19, it will happen. Exactly as you read it. Lord Jesus, thank you one more time for your word. For your blessing. We're going to talk about you tonight. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I want to talk to you see, tonight. I want to talk to you about the power of praise and worship. The power of praise and worship. Make sure everybody hears this tonight. You don't want to miss out in what God is saying to the church. Because you don't have to deal with the situation in the Middle East, but it's no more different or more vile than it is in North America. One is flesh and blood, and the other is body, soul, and spirit. We're dealing with problems today. But I'm going to tell you at the outset that the theme is that faith never limits God. And God never limits faith. I don't think you've heard me. Faith never limits God. And God never limits faith. How should we approach the crisis in our lives? Should we fret? Should we have depression? Should we have a nervous breakdown? Should we let their fear become our fear? How should we handle the situation in our lives today? Now, the lot of people who fail God because of the crisis of the moment, the devil knows how to pressure people, but saints got secret weapons they've never used. <laughs> There are weapons that is in your closet that need to get out of your closet and get into the marketplace on the battlefield. Jehoshaphat a child of God, loved God. And then something happened. The adversary rose up to mess up the peace of God in his life. And so the Ammonites... <coughs> came to battle with him along with the Moabites. My friend, let me tell you, it doesn't matter who's against you, if God is on your side. I'm going to tell this present world, they have never seen the right arm of God yet. They have not seen the wrath of God yet. They have not seen the spoken word of God yet. They have never seen the two-edged sword that's in his mouth. But let me tell you what happened to Korah. The ground open and swallow them all. In a microsecond they were gone. God don't need shield and swords and bayonets. Just the word. And the earth will open up and a tsunami can show up. An earthquake can, a storm can, a whirlwind can, and perform his will in a microsecond. Mob does not threaten God. And there's something about God's people. We are always outnumbered, always outgunned, always out in, in every way possible. And it always looked like the sand of the seashore is coming like a roll tornado. And alas, alas, it looked like God's people are going to be swallowed up. You're wrong. Greater is he that's with us than he that's in the world. Now, we don't always go around casting out devils. We don't always stomp on devils. But there are times when we got to go to another phase of weaponry. It's called the power of our praise and worship. The power of praise and worship. I don't know if you know this tonight. If I mention to Satan tonight, there's one God. He trembled. If I mention the name Jesus, they knee knock together and they bow. Amen. Because there's power in the name of Jesus. There's power in the blood of Jesus. There's power in the spirit of Jesus. There's power in the word of Jesus. There are no governments or army on earth that will not bow to the name of Jesus. That name of Jesus is the mighty strong tower to the people of God who knows where to run and not confused. We got him as a city of refuge. God gave us praise and worship as a defense, offense, and for offense. I don't know if you catch on yet, but God gave us worship and praise for defense, offense, and an offense, amen, weapon. And the weapon of our church is not carnal, but it's mighty through almighty God to the pulling down of strong hold and resistance that come and exalt itself against the people of God. Say it one more time. God gave you praise and worship to be used as your defense, your fence, and your offense weapon. That means to defend yourself and to charge and battle and to lean on when you're weak. Hallelujah. Let's praise God. Now, I wish to God we would learn like Josephat. The battle came to him. He realizes impotent, but his God is omnipotent. He realizes inability, but relying on God's capability. It's not about him, it's about God. Praise the Lord. And he took that letter, amen, to the Lord in prayer in its closet. And said, God, they're planning an invasion of Judah, the worshipers. Judah means praises, the worshippers. Somebody's trying to steal your job. Somebody's trying to steal your commitment, trying to steal your walk with God, but put them on note, wrong address. Return to sender. Address unknown. (laughs) Hallelujah. I'm no pushover. I know how to use my defense, my offensive weapon, and I got a fence to lean on. Praise God. And Joseph took the letter before the Lord and said, God, here's what happened. I wish saints would do that and save your sweat and save your tears and save your perspiration and get divine inspiration. I said, so, Lord, I got an aspiration here, God. I want you to add some words here. My, my enemy gave me this letter. I don't like it. I don't like what I read. Now, God, you can read. Come on, God, you can read. read that letter. What, what, what do you think? Now, you and me make a majority against that letter. What do you, what do you think, God? What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it, God? Yeah, I thought I must come Hallelujah. And so when he's finished, God sent an answer. God never puts you on hold. Heaven is never too busy. For when I call him up, call him up, when I call him up, so when I called him up, I'll never put on hold. Amen. I'm not told. In 25 hours, I'll hear from you. Amen. God's line is always never too busy. So he went and showed to God what they come to do. And then he backed off. And he waited for God to respond. And God sent a messenger. I don't know if you folks know this. Well, this is my candy stick. This is my playground. The 20th chapter and the 20th verse. i never forget when God gave me that scripture in Fort McMurray. Mm. There's, there's some sacred texts in the Bible that I just latch on to. They are my defense, my offense, and my fence. And this is one of them. I call it the twenty twenty vision. Praise God. If there's one thing that I don't want to do with Samson was not only to cut off his, his connection, but put his eyes out. Friend, don't lose your connection. And don't let him put your eyes out. Amen. Our eyes are on him, not the adversary, on him. Let's see what God's going to do. He back talks. God, what are you going to do about this letter here? You know, I like what Elijah did. Elijah back off from the altar and God, now perform. <laughs> perform. I can't wait for God to perform in this 20th century. And so is position what he really can do. He's not handicapped. He told Pilate, I could call legions of angels. I could, but I won't right now. I postpone it. Praise God. But he brought it to the Lord. And the Lord says, Joseph, I want you to be a favorite. Well, what is it, Lord? He say, Well, Go sharpen your axe. Go sharpen your your sword. Your knife. Your bayonets. That's not what God says. God says, go get the choir. Go get the choir. Did I hear you right? Go get the choir. Because in this battle, you will not be a participator, but you'll be a spectator. I want you to watch me in the arena. I want you to watch me in this fight. The battle is not yours. And you have no business getting in my business when I can take care of my own business. This battle is mine. Stay out of it. But watch me do it. I don't think the folks heard me tonight. You know, don't meddle with God's business, friend. God don't need help. You know, you that got killed trying to help God out. So the ark gonna fall. God don't need you to keep it from falling. But unto him that able to keep you from falling. And God killed him, trying to help God. God said, Don't help me. I don't need your help. Just watch me. I mean, God could have dropped so much down there and throw right there. It won't hit ground it just won't hit ground praise the Lord hallelujah I say hallelujah praise God Hallelujah. you know I I go to this aquarium and watch these big old sharks and fishes and they and they're in the water swimming and they show with their big old ugly teeth and they look at me and they wish they could eat me up but they can't well there's a glass between us they just can't get to me and I can put my hand right there and say you will never eat this boy And God put a glass between us and the devil. Look, but don't touch. God told the devil about Job. Look, but don't kill. Hands off. Get the choir ready. That's why choir service is so important. You know, worship is important. Amen. The preacher needs it. We can't preach without singing. He said, well, "Well, I don't think we, we don't need the choir. It's not important. You're dead wrong. The Bible said the Moabites came against Israel. Amen. And uh, they got Israel all trapped. And someone said, get a man of God. Man, I said, I can't preach until I get a a minstrel. And they got together. You know what they got together? The harp. Let them play skillfully because I want Inspiration. I want anointing. It's You know, a, a, a good choir will always pick a song that matches the sermon. And it's not just any old song. If you really are in prayer and you're in tune, God's going to give you a song that will anoint the preacher to preach the anointed word and people bands will be broken. It's not just grab a song out of here and there. Give me a minstrel. Hallelujah. I'll come back to that later on. But Jehoshaphat told the military generals what God said. They were shocked. Jehoshaphat, they're like the sand of the seashore. They're going to walk all over us. They're going to trample us to foot. Not when you try to touch the apple of God's eye. Not we ain't trying to touch what God loves. And the Bible said, He said, no, get the 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 musicians in place. The trumpeters and the harpers and and the singers and the worshipers. Okay, I'll get them all ready and and we want them in the back of the back of the group. No, 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 no. Put them up front. Lord of mercy. They're gonna be for target shooting here. Arrows from left, right, center, gonna hit them. Let me tell you, my friend, the Lord is our shield. There's an invisible shield right here, praise God, that conceals from the fiery darts of the enemy. You know, what fiery darts is they used to dip those arrows in and in, into, into oil and then lit those things and fire them. And when they hit you, friend, it not only pierce your body but it set you on fire. Well, beloved. Sadrach, Meshach, and Abednego show who the God of fire is. Elijah show who the God of fire is. And the same God who makes fire can quench the fire. Because he himself is the consuming fire. And the way you put out first fire is to light another fire. And when the church becomes a Holy Ghost fire church, we're going to have revival around here. And adversaries second be broken off. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. God. So, what does God want us to do? I'm going to tell you folks here. You didn't get your healing because you did not listen to God. You can always have a substitute if you want it. And you can have it. But it will never be as complete. When God says, I've made you whole. That means it's not. Coming back. Hallelujah. God is not in the temporary business. When God does it, it's permanent. Praise the Lord. (laughs) Hallelujah. But Joseph says no, God says it's what he wants. All right. Uh, Generals, you know, I think this guy lost his mind, but get all the singers up front. And all the weapons way at the back. We don't want to see one weapon up front. But I want to see the white robe. hands raised. Bring me the hand clappers. The foot stompers. Bring me the harp players. The trumpeters. The tambourine players. Bring me all the harps and the, and the violins. Come on now. We're going to battle. What? We're going to battle. What kind of strategy is this? Friend, the power is not in harm the flesh. It's in worship and praise. The Bible said he worshiped God, and the people began to praise God, and God gave a word, a prophecy. And so the morning, God said, this morning we're going to go to battle, folks. I want you guys with a sword to go at the back. I don't want your friend. We don't need your sword, but I need your praise. I need your worship. Worship is who God is, and praise what God does. And when you get the isness of God and the dustness of God, Lord of Mercy, you're going to have something happen around here. Amen. Some folks don't know how to worship themselves out of trouble, how to praise God out of situation. Amen. This victory is going to be in worship and praise. I don't need you to get your swords dirty. Just get the arms lifted up and worship. And so the prophet came next morning and said, guys, believe the report. Do what God told you to do. It's going to happen. And so they're going to march. I can see the enemy laughing at them. Oh, we're going to kill those guys. Just like Elias. This little lad coming before me with a slingshot. Hey, you don't see his God. You got a God behind him, you don't see him. The world don't see who's for us. But church, we've got a defense, a fence, <coughs> and an offensive weapon. He marched down, and he camped where God put him. And God, God is so proud of himself. God exposed him in a place where the adversary could see him. He's not hiding them. He's put them right there, they can be seen, visible. And then when the army comes ready right to charge, God says, Praise and worship and praise. And they begin to say, For the Lord is good, and his mercy endureth. Forever, praise God, and God began to do something that shocked Israel. The enemy began to fight each other. They began to slay each other, and Israel did not have to pull her sword. All oh, she got to raise her hand, blow the trumpet. I'm going to give you tonight ten things that worship and praise will accomplish for you. God have given us these things for our learning, but also for application. Now, none of you have no confidence in God, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, that's your problem. You're right not to do it if you don't want to, but it's for me in my heart. I believe that God, Amen. Twenty twenty vision is right here tonight. Number one, very guaranteed victory in battle. God said, Joseph, you're about to experience tonight victory in battle. Not by your sword, not by your weapon, but by your praise and your worship. Your praise is your weapon of offense. Your praise is your defense. Hallelujah! And your worship is the fence you're leaning on. Number two, amen. If you want a spiritual breakthrough, start worshiping. Start praising God. If you number three, if you want, amen, that hindrance to your victory, start worshiping. And start praising. I think of Jericho. It was a wall of resistance. They walk around it several times and nothing happened. That's right. You don't worship, nothing happened. But when they make that shout and they shout not just nothing, they shout his name, shout his word. The wall of hindrance came down. If there's a hindrance in your life tonight, you need to make a shout. Stop your pouting and start shouting. I said stop your pouting and start shouting. Because the victory is tonight. You're going to have a spiritual breakthrough. You can go through anything. When God is on your side, if you will just worship. And praise God, your defense will rise to that offense of the devil. And you got offense you can lean on. I'm trying to tell somebody, faith never limits God. And God never limits your faith. Tonight, a night of victory. Tonight, a night for spiritual breakthrough. Tonight, the hindrance Must be removed that stop my blessing tonight. I will not pout. I will glorify God with a shout. I'm going to bring the wall down. If you don't raise those hands, that's your problem. But I'm going to plug in. I'm going to plug into divine connection. The wall of resistance collapsed. I like what David says, you come with me with sword and spears, and shield of the flesh, but I come in the name of Jesus. I remember my boss tried to fire me one time. He said, I knew they were conspiring against me. In fact, all three tried to fire me and not one of them could. They all got fired and left me right there. They all did. You know why? Because I'm Mr. Invincible serve a God who is incomprehensible. Hallelujah. I said, God, when he come back, demote him. Let him not sit back in that chair. I want to tell you, my friend, whatsoever we ask, in his name, in faith, believing, God has not limit my faith. God said, in your mouth, is the word of life. And what you confess is what you possess. And I confess victory. I confess blessing. I confess power and authority. And God stood with the word. And God confirmed the word. You need to know your God. Let the devil ask you, where is your God? Where is your Savior that you pray to all the time? That's what they asked, Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego. Where is your God that you pray to all the time? Was he able to deliver you? Absolutely, yes, he was, He shook the mouth of the lions. He crushed the fiery darts of the enemy. Your God is able to Yes, he's able. Just worship. The wall of resistance has collapsed. Hallelujah. God said that come at you one way and leave. Fifteen different ways. You see, guys, I'm not just reading a storybook. This book is a lie. There's a guy one time, uh, he went to the uh, downtown arena. He was so desperate for revival. And he he put something on the the Bible down and covered it up. And he screamed, it's a lie. It's a lie. Earth is he talking about? What's underneath there? Says it's alive. Come and see, it's alive. It's alive. They can't see no movement, and he keeps screaming, and he wouldn't stop till the crowd got big and huge. And then he pulled his jacket off. He said, "The word of God is alive." I come and talk to somebody tonight, hallelujah, that your defense and your offense and your offense is worship and praise God. I thought about Job. Calamity hit. If you take Job, friend, out of the situation, you wouldn't hear a word from Job except praise and worship. I don't know who you're talking to, but I don't talk to people who can't help me. I don't talk to people who lack faith. I don't talk to downers and and downers, my friend. I talk to Jesus. Hallelujah. He can do something about my situation. And Job, worship God. And Job kept his integrity. God have more for you. What you lost cannot be compared with what shall return. I'm the comeback kid. God can turn things around and give you more than you lost if you can maintain worship praise and honor and thanksgiving and act like nothing is happening but all the time you know you got sores hallelujah for it's not about me it's about him praises is for him worship is for him i'm here to magnify the lord i'm not here to talk about my problems i'm here about my god <laughs> I'm going to worship him. I'm going to praise him. And in the midst of all that, I'm going to have victory in battle. And I've got a spiritual breakthrough. And my hindrance to my blessing will be removed. And the wall of resistance will come down. You know why? Because I learned how to worship. I learned to praise. Somebody to worship God. Well, Hallelujah. Yes. Worship. Worship. Yes. Bring down those walls. Hallelujah. Come on. The chains are falling off. The prison doors will be open. Hallelujah. God gave me a defense, a fence to lean on, and a weapon of offense, praise and worship. In other words, I'm facing my adversary with worship and praise. I've got no carnal weapons. What I have is a spiritual weapon. Hallelujah. God has placed no limit on my faith, and my faith placed no limit on God. Tonight, I'm going to have a spiritual breakthrough. Tonight, the prison door to my life will be open. Tonight, the chain Amen. Of how it used to be. Will stop being. It's coming off my hand. The walls are coming down. The gates are opening up. Come on. The praises are going up. And the blessings are coming down. Somebody to expect deliverance. It's coming from above. I'm praying to somebody to have it. Satan, you're bound tonight. Satan, you got to give way to victory. It's my night tonight to worship God. It's my night to praise God. Come on. There's healing in the house. I don't know what you come to do, but I come to praise the Lord. It doesn't mean I don't have problems at home or in the job, but it doesn't take front seat. Hallelujah. Because Job ended up with double blessing for his troubles. The wall of Jericho came down. Praise the Lord. Amen. Joasaphat won the battle. When your adversary fall, all that they leave behind will be yours. Oh, I just come to praise the Lord. You see me saying, Job said, does the meal not have boils? I got boils, but my praise got above the boils. Let's worship God. Mm. I feel deliverance in the house tonight. Somebody step out of their pew and start worshiping God. When the praises go up, the blessing comes down. The blessing comes down. Come on, there's healing. There's deliverance. Come on, beloved. Come on. God, put your enemy running. Hallelujah. The battle is the Lord. This is not your fight. It's God's fight. Come on, somebody. So that's the fact you're going to win the battle. Come on. Hallelujah, I'm not digging no ditch tonight. I'm going to praise God and the blessing going to flow. Come on. Let's praise the Lord. Let's praise the Lord. Praise God. Come on. Time would fail me to talk about Gideon. 300 men. It looks so helpless. It looks so hopeless. It looks so worthless. But as long as you're in the will of God, you can't be defeated. As long as you're standing on the promises of God, you will not be left behind. I'm trying to tell you, my friend, praise will lift you up. And worship will comfort you if you stay in the will of God. Keep standing. Paul and South in jail it looked like they did the wrong thing. No, they didn't do the wrong thing. Your problem don't mean you're you you got no hope. Why good men bad things happen to them? Why? Somebody right now. I want the spirit of David to come upon you like a rushing mighty wind. And I want you to turn your face to the wall and encourage yourself right now. When everybody says it's over, say it's not over. It's time to praise the Lord. It's time to offer high sounding praise. It's time to offer worship. It's time to give God the glory. Come on, David said, I turn my face. I encourage myself. In the Lord, how did he do it? He worshiped and he praised. And God said, David, I'm going to give your family back to you. And everything you lost in the family feud, I'm going to bring it back to your house. Zeke Lag will not be your end of story. Woo! Shaka bahaya. Hallelujah. Kudalamahasha. Kudalamahasha. Hallelujah. My situation is about to be healed. And while I'm praising God, something's happening for me. The problem I see today, I'll see it no more. I'll see it no more. Because when your worship please God and your praise satisfy Him, Paul and Silas began to sing and praise God, and God started tapping His feet, and the jailhouse opened. Come on, beloved. The old mother sat down there on her knees, her boy's wayward and not in for God. And she knelt by her bedside with her frail voice and began to worship God and praise Him. And the power of praise and worship magnetically pulled him off from drugs, pulled him off from alcohol, pulled him from where he was for miles. Put him on a motorcycle, put him in a vehicle, and bring him right back to the praise room. And he heard his mom, when he came a few days later, saw his mom on her knees praising God. The power of praise that brings the answer right at your bedside. Hallelujah. I said, I'm telling somebody, the wall of resistance to your blessing is collapsing tonight. The hindered blessing, amen, is being removed. Uh, The spiritual breakthrough is taking place. Uh, There is a rock that's following you. uh, A rock of, come on, not an offense, a rock of defense. Come on, somebody. I believe somebody in this church uh, is going to have a spiritual breakthrough tonight. Come on. God is about to release power. On your behalf. Thank you. I wonder who is that person tonight? Beloved, the Lord says, Hang on! I'm coming! I'm never too late. At your gate, I'll be there. Keep on worship. I'm moving in the direction of your worship. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Come on, magnify the Lord. Joasaphat won the battle. All he had to do was go pick up the spoil. (laughs) When God began to bless you, you will not have to sweat for what you're about to get. I'm just going to give it to you. You see, you guys can't believe it. But I can believe that. I can believe that. I believe worship and praise can open any door. Hallelujah. Anna went home with a promise, and she praised God, and she had that baby. And you can go home with a promise tonight and have that baby tomorrow. Come on, my friend. i And next Sunday, you can walk in this building and say, Pastor, for this I pray. Pastor, you were talking about me. Look what God did. He opened doors for me. Look what God has done. He brought down the wall of resistance to my promise. It's about time you make the devil feel like, I wish I hadn't touched him. The devil wished he had not touched Joseph. It was a terrible mistake. I could see all the devils coming. I said, you know, we should have touched Joseph. We should have touched him at all. It looks like it's going down, 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 down. Hallelujah. But so I should read In the valley he restoreth my soul. Hallelujah. I know somebody right now is that a divine, supernatural miracle in your life. You came see it. I'm going to tell you right now, huh? It's like the ditch. You dug the ditch but there'll be no wind, no rain, but you're going to wake up one morning and find yourself with a miracle that you can't even explain. But you know it's linked with the minstrel singing the song. Look what the Lord has done. Come on, somebody. He yelled, he got me just in time.